My name's Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Hello, bloggers. Today, we're going to talk about the pop-up on your website that you use to capture email addresses and to offer a lead magnet to people who come and visit your site. I'm gonna share with you five incredible statistics that will help you in creating a successful pop-up. And I got these statistics from my email system of choice, drip.com. They did an original research study on one billion pop-ups. If you happen to listen to the podcast from earlier this week where I tell you about five email hacks that you as a blogger can steal from the e-commerce world, then you might have heard me reference this uh, study. So after I recorded that podcast, I just remembered how much I love that study. So I went back and looked for it and just once again was blown away by kind of the the major shifts, the major differences that can happen in a conversion based on small little nuanced um, settings. And that's what I want to cover with you today because I would love to see you grow your email list. And I'm hoping that one or more of these statistics will help you to do that. So the first one I'm going to cover is whether or not your pop-up should have an image. And I think for the most part, as bloggers, we're keyed into how important an image is in making a conversion, whether it's on a blog post or in the social media uh, um, channel, but especially on the pop-up of your lead magnet. But sometimes we get lazy or sometimes we just want to try new things out and and see which one works better or worse for us. But here's what they found in this study. Pop-ups with an image convert more than 83% better than pop-ups without an image. I mean, that's a really huge number. So without an image, you can expect a conversion rate of about 2%. And with an image, you can expect a conversion rate of about 3.8%. And that's a large, large difference. So whatever you're doing today, you know, change your calendar, rearrange your appointments. If you don't have images on your pop-up, that is one of the quickest but most effective things that you can do to increase the conversion. And here's another thing to note about that number. Pop-ups with images convert on average at 3.8%. So this is across a billion pop-ups, all different industries, all different countries, just across the board. But that's a good number to strive for. So the other thing you can do as you're checking on your pop-up and making sure that there's an image there is to look at what your conversion rate is and make sure that your in at you know, a little bit above, a little bit below that number. If you're significantly below that number, 3.8%, then it's time to reevaluate that lead magnet. Now, it could be the lead magnet that's the problem, but it could also be one of the settings. And we're going to keep going through the list. I've got five of them for you to, uh, for you to review, but it is a 
a note to you, a, an indication, a symptom of another problem that you're going to want to review. So 3.8% across all industries. That, so that that's not just for bloggers. That's not just for food bloggers or travel bloggers or parenting bloggers. That's just a general number, but it's a really good place for us to start as a target conversion rate. Okay, that's number one. So make sure your pop-up has an image. Number two is the number of fields that you have on the pop-up, number of input fields that you have on the pop-up. And let me explain what I mean by an input field. That's where somebody is going to give you a piece of information. Almost always, it's going to have at least one field where you're capturing that person's email address. Otherwise, the pop-up has a completely different function, right? So we're always going to have one uh, field to capture their email address. Sometimes people also like to capture their name. So there might be two fields if you're capturing just their first name or if you're asking for their full name in one field. And then I have seen pop-ups with three, four, five additional input fields. And not, not a surprise, I'm sure, those with three, four, five input fields convert at a significantly lower rate. So once you ask for three pieces of information, you drop down to a conversion rate of 1% or less. That's really, really low. And so now the question is, one input field or two input fields? Should you only ask for the email address? Are you hurting yourself if you also ask for their name? And the answer is, it's about, uh, it's about equal. So one input field has a conversion rate of 3.2%. Two input fields have a conversion rate of about 3.3%. So within a margin of error there, 3.2%, 3.3%, one field, two field. So if you've got one field and you want to keep one field, you're good. If you've got two fields and you want to keep two fields, you're good. But the other thing is if you have just one field that you wanted to collect the name or you are collecting the name and you don't don't really find that it's useful and you want to move to just one input field, that means you can move back and forth freely without really having to worry about your conversion rate going down. So that's good news. If you have more than two fields, please take one of those off. I will tell you that if you're looking to capture additional information outside of just the name and the email address, I think that's fantastic, but I would really recommend using a multi-step form to do that. And I go into a lot of detail about that multi-step form in this uh, the podcast that came out earlier this week, the five email hacks that bloggers can steal from e-commerce. That is the way to go because the first the first page of the pop-up just has those one or two input fields. You're capturing the information. You're sending off the lead magnet that you promised. And then you're asking for additional information on the next page of the pop-up so people don't have to um, have to fill that out. But they typically choose to because they're not feeling that pressure. So they see a, uh, a conversion rate. So if people actually fill out that first part where they give you their email address, then the likelihood of them filling out the second part with those additional pieces of information is between 76 and 78%. That's huge. And that's obviously a lot better than a 1% or a less than 1% conversion on 
the uh, input in a, on a form that where the input fields are three or more. So one or two input fields only, either one is fine. If you need more information than that, use a multi-step form. Number three, how long should you wait before you engage the pop-up on the site? Now, not every email management tool lets you control this. I love Drip. It lets me decide how long I want to wait. And the ideal time is eight seconds. So eight seconds after page load, that's when the pop-up form should come up. 3.6% engagement rate at the eight second mark. The next best uh, time is three seconds, but it goes down a lot. It goes down uh, uh, almost an entire percent. 2.7% per- is the conversion rate at three seconds. So if you can't pick eight seconds, pick three seconds. I like eight seconds better. Three seconds seems a little fast because people haven't even made that uh, unconscious decision if your page is the right page for them. Now, here's an interesting fact for, I know many of you are using me on Mediavine and you're using Grow. I use Grow. I'm using both my own pop-up forms and Grow, and then I'm also integrating the two using Zapier. But, um, the, I, I do notice that the conversion rate on my grow pop-ups is significantly less than on my drip pop-ups. And I reached out to Mediavine and asked them what, um, how much time they allow for before the pop-up comes up. And they told me it's seven seconds. Now this was a couple months ago. I don't know if they've changed it since then. Um, but at the time I reached out to them, they told me it was seven seconds. So I looked at the seven second information on this study of 1 billion pop-ups and it's one of the worst rates. It's 1.8% conversion rate at the seven second mark. So just that one second extra almost doubles the conversion rate according to this study. So when I reached out to them, I asked them, or after they told me the seven seconds, I asked them, is there a way that we can make that configurable. And I shared this study with them and they never really wrote me back. But I think that's interesting. And what that's really when it solidified my decision to keep both my drip pop-up forms and the grow pop-up forms. And I'm really glad that I did because I can see a significant difference in the conversion rate, even though the lead magnet that I'm offering is exactly the same whether it's grow or or drip they have the person can choose how they want to sign up and they see the the same offering from both of those um, modes or, or methods of sign up so uh, if you are seeing a lower than desired pop-up conver- um, conversion rate using grow then you might decide to continue using grow because of the information that it's collecting for a time when Google's going to remove those third-party cookies, uh, but you might consider adding your own pop-up to that, to, to your tool bag as well. Okay, number four, sometimes if you are using a tool, you can decide to when to display the top the pop-up, not based on the amount of time that's gone by, but based on how far down the page the user scrolls. And so we often wonder, okay, well, what what's the right amount of scrolling before we do a pop-up if that's the method we're after? 
And it turns out that that number, according to this study, is is 35%. So uh, a 35% scroll before showing the pop-up provides a conversion rate of 3.4%. The next best one, uh, best time was 50% scroll, and that's 2.9% conversion rate. And uh, just for the record, the only others that were... um, above 2% were 15% and uh, 40%. So 35% is ideal, then 50%, 15%, 40%. If you do any other numbers, you're you're moving down to, you know, close to 1% conversion rate. So 35% is what you want to look for. And then finally, this is probably not a surprise to you. It was not a surprise to me. But uh, we, I often look at the number of people who sign up for my newsletter on mobile versus on desktop, and the number is significantly higher on mobile, which is no surprise because 80% of the people who visit my site are doing so on mobile. But when we look at the percentages, we can uh, see that the number of um, the the percentage of people who are signing up for the newsletter is almost two times that uh, on mobile as it is on desktop. So let me say that again. So not only are more people seeing your pop-up on mobile, but a significantly larger number of those people are actually signing up as well. 3.1% on desktop 5.8% on mobile. So that's why there's such a large, large uh, number of your subscriber base coming from mobile. It's not just about the number of people, but it's also the percentage of the conversion. What does that mean? That means that you need to look at what your pop-up looks like on mobile and make sure that it's just as appealing as on mobile as it is on desktop. Oftentimes we focus on what it looks like on desktop because we're probably creating it on desktop. But you also need to look at that mobile uh, that mobile um, view of the pop-up. What I like about Drip is that it lets me stylize my mobile pop-up in a completely different way, if I want to, than my desktop pop-up. So I might want to change the picture to maybe something more vertical on mobile and then more horizontal on desktop, or I might want to change the subject, um, that the headline, so that it's easier to read on mobile than it is on on desktop, where it has a, a wider space. Um, to display the information. So look for that in your tool as well. And just make sure that you're not only double checking, but triple checking um, what your pop-up looks like on mobile. So those are the five best takeaways I had from that study. I just, I really love the study. I'll link to it in the show notes, but here's the gist of it again. Make sure you have an image in your pop-up. Make sure that you're using just one input field or two input fields, but not more than that. And if you are using more than that, then consider the multi-step pop-up. Number three, if you are displaying a pop-up based on how much time has gone by, that that perfect number is eight seconds, not seven seconds and not six uh, or nine seconds because 
that's a world of difference on either side of that eight second mark. So target eight seconds. If you prefer to target scroll um, instead of time, then you're going to shoot for 35% scroll before that pop-up shows up. And finally, make sure that you're optimizing your pop-up for mobile because mobile not only has more visitors, but it has a higher conversion rate at 5.8%. I hope that was helpful. I know sometimes as we're, we finally come up with an idea for lead magnet, we finally uh, design it, put it together, and it's time to go build the, the pop-up and there's all these questions, which are fantastic. I love the configurability that uh, the EMS systems offer us now, but it can get a little confusing about what we should pick and which one feels right. And sometimes that moves us into a state of paralysis. So I hope these statistics will help you uh, move forward in building your lead magnet or in optimizing your lead magnet, especially if you're running um, a conversion rate below that kind of three and a half percent number that we heard regularly here uh, in the study. And uh, if you have a lead magnet, I would love to know about it. Head over to our free Facebook group. Come and join. It doesn't cost anything. We're very active on a regular basis and would love to take a look at your lead magnet. Come in and join the group and drop your lead magnet in the Facebook group. Thanks, everybody. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.